evening, ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready for some laughs? Are you? is Anything Goes with Darren Frost. How the fuck am I funny? And Dave Martin. What have we got here? A fucking comedian. Can you dig it? All right, here we go again. This is Anything Goes uh, for the week of October 31st, 2012. We are coming to you from the rainy streets of Toronto. Uh, it uh, is uh, lovely to be here. Uh, and in the studio, uh, like we do every week, here's uh, Darren Frost and Christina Walkerchuk. Yeah. How are you guys? Hi. Oh, I'm good. We're I'm... all uh, bunkering down of this uh, hurricane that's going on, right? I should mention that uh, if we end up making light of the hurricane, it's only because we record the show on a Monday. Right. And it's, it aired, on, it's aired on the Wednesday, so the worst is possibly to come right. as far as New York goes, and we hope that uh, everyone gets out safe and stays where they are and uh, is protected and uh, and their loved ones are all uh, tucked in. Yeah. Yeah. It's freezing outside. Yeah. It's raining and it's windy, but we get in here and it's always fucking so hot. You were, you were just I have so many layers on it and my scarf on it, and now I already have pit stains. Yeah, sure. All I want to say is everyone get home safe and run like it's last call on Dave Martin's at the bar. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> get the fuck home. This get is very home. confusing for me. If it's last call at the bar, I'm, walking, I'm running to the bar. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Even I know. if Dave Martin's there, that's what I'm yeah. saying. You've got to be careful. This is this the situation. Well, no, Christina knows how to uh, how to distract me if if, uh, shiny, if there's ever shiny a weird. And no, I just get grabs a copy of Jugs and throws it across the room. <laughs> and I go, where'd that go? Where'd that go? She looked like an ex girlfriend of mine. I better yeah. go back for it. Yeah, bigger girls, bigger girls. I'll, I'll just I'll push two magazines together and have a good time. Exactly. Just... You were just down in the New York. I was City. in New York. I did the I'm surprised you got back. I know. I was really well, you're so I'm an idiot. Like I always like to find a good deal. I'm like, oh my god, I'll get this flight, it'll be the best, right? Seventy five dollars space fare porter. Sure. Right. But then it gets so hammered the night before I have to leave that I inevitably end up taking a tragically expensive cab ride, which I had to take right. an eighty five dollar cab ride to Newark. On Sunday morning, but I was lucky that I did get that flight because, like, hours later, obviously they can't they cancel all the flights today. Yeah. No flights. I got a flight yesterday. Okay, oh, well, uh, so you're down there for what? You're doing this comedy f- competition, yeah? Right? And I made it to like the semifinals and stuff. The last night of competition, right? I didn't win the dough, but I had good sets and I met lots of nice. And you uh, hung out comics. with Big J Okerson. I saw some photos. I did. That's I hung nice. out with Big J Okerson and Nikki Glazer at the Comedy Cellar, which was really fun. And yep. I went to an endless amount of delicious happy hours and hung out with my friends. I think Emma. we should all go to New York for a weekend and try to book in the afternoons things to record and then at night just hang out. I think we should totally That'd do that. That'd be a good that. time. You no, no, want this, to come this, to New York? Yeah, yes. The Cellar is the comedy club to be in. Yeah, To be man. hooked up at, isn't That's it? It's great. And everybody's super nice there. Like, the staff, all the comics there, it was super cool. Like, I felt, actually, that was the first time I've really felt uncomfortable walking in a comedy club. I got really nervous because it is such a cool comedy club. Oh, of course, club. yeah. And I get there, and I'm upstairs, like, the olive tree, like, and I grab a beer or whatever, and then I see Nikki. I'm like, oh, my God, Nikki. I was like, hi, it's so good to see somebody I know. I was like, I'm so, I don't know, I feel really awkward here. Cause well, I'm, yeah, because it's it's like got it's, a history, and yeah. all the comics are very established comics. I mean, yeah. Louis C.K. can walk mm-hmm. in, Chris Rock. We're not talking just, like, amateurs, and you're like, oh, I'm hoping better than them. These no. are dudes and, and women that are amazing comics. So. I, know, so I tell her I feel awkward. She's like, don't worry. Everybody feels like that when they first come here. Right. <laughs> I was like, okay, awesome. And when you like, when you go to a bar and, it, and you kind of, and it's near or closer, it's the comedy club, it's the, it's the bar that the comics hang out at, and can you look around the room and tell who's a comedian? Totally. How do you totally. how do you do it? Yeah, how do you do it? I don't know. Well, I mean, three out of five of them are probably my Facebook friends that I just don't know personally. So. Right, right. There's that. So there's I'm like, like, oh, that a, guy looks so that's familiar. That's the media whore in you. Yeah, that's, that's the media whore the social media whore in, whore in yeah. me, right? Yeah. So I'm like, oh, they're familiar. But you can just tell, like, there's somebody in a bar where they're not really drinking or eating. Or you know the glass I mean? of water, the comedian glass cocktail. Glass of water, yeah. tea. With a yeah, notebook and a pen. Co- yeah. Exactly. And there's always somebody who's, like, you know, quote, unquote, on, like, trying yeah. to make everybody yeah. the yeah. table yes. laugh. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, okay, that, that, that's the waitress laughs. I haven't seen it in a while, but my used to, I used to always be like, oh, if it was sort of, like, around February and there was a guy in the bar with a Hawaiian shirt on I'd be like oh that guy's probably a fucking comic yeah oh yeah it's just yeah it's like hey, hey, hey it's winter time and I got a Hawaiian shirt on it must be hilarious yeah Margaritaville was six fucking months ago oh, no. um, <laughs> what uh so what happened so you, you got to the semifinals overall you had fun doing your oh, sets totally like, had a how great many sets time. in total did you do uh just three sets right but it was super fun and um 
Yeah, and I saw some other friends I haven't seen in a while. I managed to get in, get out, escape Hurricane Sandy, and escape bed bugs, which right. is always my greatest fear of going to New York. Of course, York. yeah, right. Bed bugs. Where did you out. stay? You stayed with a friend, or uh, you got with a, a friend um, in Gramercy Park? Okay. And uh, yeah, she had a nice. I don't know what that means. I've never really been to New York. Oh, that much. anyways, oh, actually, the Friday night we ended up going to this really swanky club, and you guys know how I dress, like sure, uh, like Uggs, glasses, ponytail, like plain Hot. shirt, like yeah, boring. I dress yeah. boring, especially right. after I do stand up. I'm not gonna like get up in high heels and like shower and shit to do stand up. So I look like ass. But then we meet these two Irish guys who take us to the Hurricane Club. I know coincidence, but right, and it's this right. really swanky bar, and everything is like super expensive and super fancy. Uh, and what was the pay for your drinks? Well, they were Irish guys in New York. What was their deal? What was the one was like in a music producer from Ireland, and then one does like interior design or something for a hotel. Did they know Bono? <laughs> I did, you... did not get around to asking. <laughs> did you want to see any? But cra- we got like I felt like one of those like oh my god, just like one of those weird New York scenes where all of a sudden I was in this scene and I was getting tons of free shots and free right. drinks and like everything. And your friends looked... faking an orgasm to get more free shots. Well, totally. And then yeah. we go to the bathroom. We get like looked up and down by these like fancy girls. I'm like, what? I didn't know I was fucking coming here i'm in my ugg boots like i know like stop being pretentious i'm trying to have a good time and drink anyways i did have a good time good and uh you're looking for an apartment dave now that's oh it's fucking sucks balls i hate it it's getting worse in toronto it's well how is it getting worse in toronto Well, just because uh, all these bed bug problems but but i don't consider the bed bugs being an issue until uh someone reminded me oh you should just go on the bed bug registry in toronto and you can just type in i actually the the place that i i just typed in the building's address and um uh, tenant reviews and then the Bedbug registry great. in Toronto comes up, and and man, they're just everywhere. And then people, and what was weird was I went into this one building, and they showed me the dis, the, the display suite, the one that they have set up for everyone to look at, and it looked great. Of course it does. And yeah. then, uh, but the place the place that I was going to move into would have been on the third floor. And then I hear a similar story uh, on that same website of like, oh, the, hey, we saw the model suite, and it looked great. That happened to me. That happened to me before too. And people could the model see suite. people could see the bedbugs in the carpeting out in the hallways which wow. gross. I've never had an issue with them but I just know that like one of the side effects is like dementia it can like really <laughs> fuck in your head fuck because it's sort of like it's, that's it's, all you need Dave well or I already <laughs> have fuck. it yeah, that's what I mean I know no but I've had smoking friends that a lot have of them. aluminum yeah. pipes uh, and uh, and and cooking with aluminum pots and stuff like that. So I already right. have a bit of brain melting. Because you lose, you can't sleep at night. You feel like you're getting eaten alive. It's going to drive you insane. And then you'll right. turn into a crazy person. And 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 like the oddest little twitch that you might feel on your hand or something like that. Right. You'll be just, like, oh my god, that's a fucking bug. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And creepy. It's just, yeah. Like fucking Walking Dead twenty four seven. Like it's I'm scratching worried. myself just talking about it. Like I'm scared. Like yeah, it's not uh, the usual crabs that I'm used to either. <laughs> These bed bugs love my crotch. Oh, the uh, old crab joke. Uh, more, here's a here's a funny jokes. story this week. Uh, I want to talk about a Brazilian woman uh, sells her virginity for seven hundred eighty thousand dollars. A Brazilian woman, they're always from Brazil, has sold her virginity for seven eighty thousand to a Japanese man, uh, simply knows uh, known as Natsu. So seven hundred eight. Would you would you want to build a time machine and go back in time to try to get seven hundred eighty thousand dollars for your virginity? Uh, would it be bad if I said yes? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm saying would you if you if, they, if that was That's presented a to you? Deal of a deal. Would uh, you do it? Fuck yeah. You'd fuck a dude for uh, that much money? No, I think the dude's fucking you. I, well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. True. True. That's right. a lot of cash. I wonder how much how much is like your twentieth time worth? Well, I don't think any. I think it's you have to be breaking new ground. And yeah. That's what it's all about. Or like the silver anniversary. Do you get anal like, for that? That's all I want to know. Do you get to do whatever you want? You get anal for that? Like what if she's not an 000? anal virgin? What if she specified that's I'm only true. a virgin in the front and not in the back? In the back. Yeah. Jesus. I don't know. How much is a hand job from this broad? That's but does she get know. to dictate the entire sex act? Is that like, know. oh, you only have to. And then. And at the end of the day, do we do we consider her a prostitute then? Still a hooker? Well, well she says no. That's the negotiation. She says she, says no, she right? does not feel that she is a prostitute. What also it says she's donating 90% of it to charity. $600,000 of it to charity, and she's going to keep $150,000. Like, of isn't it. she a fucking charity, though, in the first place? If, like, we're giving her money to, to I fuck her. It depends on what she looks like. Well, she's hot, too. It's, <laughs> well, no, she course. does look good. Dave, it's check not going to be good, yeah. though. Like, you're going to pay all that money. You're not even going to get a professional, right? When you want a professional. Well, that's the thing. It's sort of like, I, I don't know why guys have this big thing about conquering uh, vaginas and I want to be the first in there. I know. Conquering you know, really, vaginas? Well, no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what they you need to conquer the, them, they, Darren. They is, wanna, it, is that what it's called now? They want to break that wall and have the make uh, the floodgates open up. Right. I, I, and I, stuff I, and, 
I'd feel bad. I would Do you not... gotta put a fucking flag down when you conquer you it? Should. I don't know. Like, yeah. Are you like fucking Neil Armstrong? Well, it's not like this guy one can go and brag. One small step and... for man, one giant cock for she's, this, and She's boom. not gonna be great at what she does if this exactly. is her first time. Exactly. Well, I would never, I would feel bad taking all that you're money. Assuming, I, you're I'd assuming. I'd pay for a porn star first. You're assuming she's not done a sexual act. She just hasn't had sex. What if she's, uh, you know, done everything but? Well, you mean well, like. Well, maybe it will be good. How do you know? Her mouth pussy. I don't know. Yeah, and well, yeah. Butt, and butt stuff. Everything. I think about my first time having sex, and I'm pretty sure it wasn't good, and I just, yeah. like, scream really loudly and make it sound like it was good. Well, <laughs> I know. How, like, scream in ecstasy or scream like, get out, how'd you get in my room? Dave, I'm sure you know so, what a girl screaming I know sounds all about like. Them. I don't know. I have those different registers of screams. $780,000. I think my first time cost 110 bucks and. Never mind. I My first time was terrible. That's I didn't bad. think what the big deal was. But the, the I, got, part, I got dinner at the keg, but I only ordered fajitas because I felt bad ordering like a big expensive Jesus. steak. It took That's one side it of it was took the first Fajita. side of the uh, dark side of the moon album. That's what we fucked to. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I think I did it to no doubt. Like, don't speak. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's some fucking Dave irony there like in no doubt. Crazy man. Yeah. Don't speak? Is it, don't was speak. it the yeah. Don't Speak song? Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. All right. It was like around that when that album came out. Now I'm yeah. dating myself. Now I can figure I out think I did what, it when a, I lost my virginity. Fuck to Lionel Richie or something, I think. Hello or something. <laughs> Just that one song on a loop? Hello. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Me you're or looking the for. Well, that's the album that can't slow down. That's the album. That's right. <laughs> and, and, I think, and I think in France it was called Conquering the Pussy, that album, I think. Can't no. believe you actually know like the album titles to Lionel Richie. Uh, come on. Not that that's, that's the album uh, can't slow down. Was yeah. that the one where you like you could like fold it out and it was like uh, a really a... long picture of him? No, like, that's, lying Michael on his side. Side. that's Michael With Jackson. That's Michael Jackson. No, but wall. didn't didn't Lionel Richie have one too? No, I don't know. I, like I don't dancing know. on the scene. The Lionel Richie one that was uh it was like mostly blue and he had was he was sitting on a chair. I had the cassette. It was a long time before I got it to choose sure the music was. that I listened to. You lost your virginity to a cassette? Well, it was Dave. it was the chick's cassette of uh, Dark Side of the Moon and playing oh. on that shitty uh, boombox that she had in her bedroom. Her oh. parents, It was the classic uh, cliche of, uh, and my, her parents were out of town, they were on vacation. And uh, oh. then we, we fucked there. It was, and then I you found that it was it, a dude? Or? What? Does this story get better? Well, do you no, still okay. do you, you still on, talk about your first do you, time? Do you guys still do you Darren? guys? Hey, do you guys still talk uh, to the person you lost oh, your God virginity? No, to? she no, won't talk to no, me. No, no. same. I oh. dated her for years. They just just not get in touch with me or anything. And have you? Why would you want to though? Well, you know, like it's not like we were. She was a bad person. I was about just kind of ended, and you know, you went your separate ways. And, and she Facebooked me once, and then I'm like, I answered her Facebook, but then she, you know, that bullshit when someone gets in touch with you, and they're like, Hey, how have you been? I haven't talked to you in a long time. So you go, All right, all right. So you answer, and you ask some questions, and they never get back in touch with you. That's that fucking weird uh, kind of void. It's like that's what happens with me all the time. Oh, Maybe no. they Googled me and saw one of my clips or something, and now they're like, Fuck, I don't want to talk to this guy. Oh, Ooh. do you know what? Ooh. Actually, oh, 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 fuck, now I want. Do you see? I don't know. Okay. One thought. First of all, I'll get it out. Well, sometimes my, I don't know what you call him, but like the cherry picker or whatever, he still texts me once in a while. He lives in England. He's I haven't whatever. heard the term cherry picker, but I like that. I, never I heard like that cherry one picker. Yeah. Yeah, you know, for, yeah. for like virginity sure. picker. Yeah, yeah. Cherry Sounds picker. like a good job title, too. Uh, yeah. but, but speaking of Googling you, I have to go back because Jay Orkerson actually Googled you and in front of the, all, like, all these comics. We watched the video of you getting that drink thrown oh, in your stomach. Right, he right. fucking, I don't Anyways. know if he ever so said that to you, but Jay Orkerson said that that was a hilarious clip. He loves it. Yeah. But I, I don't you, know how I went to virginity to Darren getting Darren hit. Getting yeah, hit. It always goes to that, yeah. <laughs> a glass. Are you upset that's when that's people... when I lost my virginity right there, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're gutting highball glass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you upset when people think find that clip of you getting assaulted funny? Do you well, like it? No, but or, you know. or how? What, what reaction? Well, what reaction from people do you want when they see that? But he wanted everybody to see. For, it. First of all, they know I'm okay because I'm right. still here. Yeah. So it's like if they find it hilarious, okay, fine. I don't find it hilarious because it's my video. But it's not fair for me to for them to say for me to say to them, you can't find it hilarious because that's oh. no different than me making fun of someone in the news and them saying you can't do that. You can. I don't think they say, think it's hilarious. They just want to see it. It's right. shocking, right? right. So Jay Okerson like... said it was hilarious. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he took me aside. And he, said, he said it to me. Right. He said the first time he saw it, it was right in front of me. He goes, oh, my God, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, well, that's fine. What helps that you're okay? But that's what I mean. It's like, you know, they can laugh at it, whatever. I'm sure there's comics that, you know, watch it. And And think of all your YouTube hits. I mean, it's awesome. It's not, well. 
Anyways. It's got to get on. That should find its way on Opie and Anthony at some point. You'd think, but yeah. anyways. It will. Yeah, maybe. I'm going to the news. Okay, we don't have time. We don't, I was well, going to mention I'm one of the judges at News of Palooza. Yes. Yeah, let's which bring this is up this, uh, It's a children's charity, uh, and they're all the band, uh, and the people from local Toronto media are all getting together, and they all have bands, and then I get to judge them. So Jim Slotek from uh, the Toronto Sun, Oh, well, like out. his band is performing? Yes. Oh, and yeah. someone from Now Magazine's band is performing. Right, right. Oh, okay. Yeah, the bands are made up of all people from Now Magazine. Oh. Scene, like our friend Glenn oh, Sumi okay. and Jim Slotek and Andrew okay. Clark. I don't know if he's a part of anything. Okay. He's a former contributor to the Toronto Star. Right. But then I'm going to get the judge. So that's bands. why you want to hack on them and make fun of exactly. them. Exactly. Yeah, no, okay. I want to yeah, yeah, yeah. hack on uh, Now Magazine and all and the a fun Toronto way. media. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Well, I should go to break, though, because I really have to burp. Okay, so. well, let's go to break. And we'll be back with uh, Levi McDougal. And, and uh, actually, our first guest this week is uh, Vesta Suicide, one of the Suicide Girls. And our second guest is uh, comedian and writer Levi McDougal, who now lives in Los Angeles and is up here just to get away from the hurricane, I think. Yeah, that's good right. That big let's hurricane in L.A. We come yeah. back, we're going to have Awkward Dave with a girl in the room. That's not my title, but... Get ready to try and shower the filth off. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. Hey there, this is Brett, Stu, and Stephanie from A Primitive Evolution, and you are listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin on Sirius XM Radio's Laugh Attack. Those letter-writing pens ready, we're back. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. All right, we are back. Here we go again. This is Anything Goes for the week of uh, October 31st. Uh, in the studio this week, our hosts are uh, Darren Frost and Christina Walkinshaw. I'm Dave Martin, if you're just tuning in. This is the uh, second segment of the show, and our, our guest that we're welcoming to the microphone is Vesta Suicide of SuicideGirls.com. Hello, Vesta. Hello there. Can I ask first quickly, where does the name Vesta come from? My street, because I thought any good porn star name has to start with your street. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah, All right. that's true. But I also lived across the street from my high school, so people started to refer to me as, oh, you're Vesta. Oh, okay. All right. Yes. And, uh, yeah. So Vesta's here. So Dave, keep your hands where I can see. I know right? they're, they're yeah they're going to remain above the table at all times. Dave, Dave is in a cage in the corner. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, just so people who don't know what Suicide Girls is, just give us a quick synopsis of what it is for you. Sure. Uh, it's a great big global community based around a website full of naked girls. Uh, it's really alternative naked girls. So it used right. to be tattoos, piercings. Now it's kind of just that alternative mentality. You could be short, tall, different races, different skin colors, whatever. Right. We kind of love girls who are redefining beauty. Right. And also there's there's the sense of it's, um, I don't know how to say this without uh, coming across like an idiot. There's a sense of- <laughs> Don't worry I, about no, it. Yeah, but, but what I mean is it's also you have interviews with very intelligent people and the oh, yeah. suicide girls are, are, are portrayed as very, they're not portrayed as bimbos. They have their own opinions, their own things to talk about. Right. I've read some of the interviews either with Pat, I think it's Patton Oswalt and Mark Maron has been on, on that uh, website and various other kind of entertainers. Well, that's where the community comes in. Every girl's right. got her journal and her page, and people can kind of access the models, which is different for a website. You know, you can message and talk and get to know people, kind of like a Facebook page. Right. And then you have those great interviews, the chat rooms, the message boards and the groups. You know, you can talk about food. You can talk about puppies. doesn't really matter. Right. But food and puppies. I know. It, it all started <laughs> really with got boobies. Dave turned on. Yeah. yeah. It all started with boobies, but right. then it kind of went like, oh, well, if we're all like-minded, why don't we hang out for the rest of and the get day naked? when we're not right. jerking off? <laughs> And get naked, yeah. Okay. Right. Now, okay. Now, what qualifies someone? Because you said that you're not traditional, uh, you know, the traditional sort of forms of, of, of beauty that you see would seem like, you know, uh, a Playboy magazines or, or something. Right. But right. so, what qualifies a girl to be a suicide girl? Is it just like how many tattoos do you need? How many per yeah, piercings you know do you what? need? There's girls without tattoos or piercings. I haven't it seen one. It turns a lot of people off. To be honest, on our website, I think they come for that. Right. But would they then be Shit. more kind of goth looking or like maybe darker hair features? Sure, and, definitely. Right. We've got every color hair sure. imaginable. But it's, it's the idea that the girl couldn't go conventionally model. Right. So it's kind of off else. the beaten path in some degree. Totally. Yeah. Right. Sometimes it's just attitude, though. You have the girls that are the, you know, nerdy or they're gamers. Right. And some people find that really attractive. 
So. And how much, and each person has their own page, right? So mm-hmm. you get to dictate what you do and don't do. That's so, really great too. Creative control. The girls right. choose locations, photographers, how they look, what they put out, what they don't put out. And then right. it's your own involvement. So you don't have to blog, but you right. can. And it's a, So a lot of it's like taking control over your own look and just uh, For and sure. saying, are you ever worried about the suicide girl look crossing over into the mainstream? And then sort of, so you're not, so now you're the standard? I mean, they- I guess that would be sort of conquering. Yeah, they kind of sell us as like punk rock and emo girls. And you're like, okay, like I understand where there's a place for that. Right. Out in the world. It's kind of a small little- when, when did emo become a term? I lost that. I didn't get I that memo. I want it to go away. Yeah? And does it mean <laughs> so like, does Emo Phillips. He wants it to go away, too. <laughs> well, that just, is that emo just stands for overly emotional, just like I got some depressing poetry in my jean jacket. If your bangs shit. are long enough over your face. Oh, okay. You're emo. Right. Yeah. <laughs> What, and, um, and so I'm, I'm noticing that the so you have you almost a sleeve, you were saying earlier? Yes, I have a sleeve in progression and several other hidden pieces. People like to ask me, how many tattoos do you have? Right. And I always go, I don't know, because like, is, is your entire arm a tattoo versus like, you know, a little tattoo on right. your ankle or something? But no, I'm, I'm considerably covered. Okay. Now, one of the things you, on your website, because uh, I looked it up, and there's certain sections I couldn't get to because I'm not a member. I understand that. Uh, but one thing you're into is bad fake accents. Dave, come on. I, I absolutely uh, 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 love You are the king cheesy, here. terrible, like Borats. And Dave, I, oh, can you do Of course. A- what? <laughs> what sort of bad accent do you like to hear <laughs> from me? Yes. Yes. If you could I do the rest no of the interview like that. Oh, I, well, I... Like many other things in my life, I don't know if I could maintain that uh, accent. Uh, for, I'll go to Chinatown. Maybe there's some pills I can buy that can help me out. Uh, what's a, you said earlier, and I, and, I, and I think this is the the, the best, is that you, you said that you would not get your, your, your chest tattooed. I always feel like the woman's chest is like, it's, yeah. it's good on its own. It should be just a, a blank palette. You know, I mean, I've seen some beautiful Keep that canvas pieces. clean. Yeah, yeah, I've definitely seen some. But I find that, uh, you know, when you shape a tattoo for the body. Right. Something that large kind of fits nice on a flat surface like a guy. Yeah. And a girl who should be curvy and right. feminine. Mm-hmm. I, I, for me, it's just always been a place that I was like, I'm going to leave that. Because, you know, like I said, too, I, I love that people can't tell that I'm tattooed. Right. I'm still very tattooed, but I can cover that up. So, you know, if I want to wear something with a little cleavage, it's not like, wow, tattoos in your face. But, right. Uh, I mean, so- everyone has parts, too. I don't think I do my face. Oh God, no! Yeah. I wouldn't, because I just I got an I got a new tattoo this weekend, and uh, I asked the guy that was uh, doing it for me. He said, uh, "What's the one part of someone's? What is like a one tattoo that you would not give someone?" And uh, he said that like guys have like come in and I I want a teardrop on my face and. Well, you know saying, what the new trend is? No anal tattoos. Oh. <laughs> What? How much, yeah. how yeah, much yeah, camera time yeah. is your hoop getting that's going to be like, <laughs> Yeah, I've said that before. No, some, but... some girl put out a video from one of the recent tattoo conventions of getting like around the hole tattooed. And now it's like a big joke. And we've had people like, I work in a shop part time and they call and they prank and they're like, oh, how much for anal tattoos? And you're like, right. oh, that's really funny because we want to like spread your butt cheeks and tattoo you. Yeah. For oh. six hours. We have a contraption that holds <laughs> oh. it open like that. Yeah. Maybe oh. if it was like someone's, anyways, I, don't know, I was going to say if it was someone's mouth that you got tattooed around there and then, but that's, I, why, who's going to show that? off exactly yeah but it's like it's no different than the girl who's got the one where it's like a dragon and the vagina is like a fire and it's like i don't know or if there's a serpent too yeah you think that's wrong i've seen a A serpent come out of a vagina before in a tattoo that's another area you don't mess with yeah i I would never tattoo my vagina no never well okay I, I was going to say, well, I would, but I don't, uh, I don't really have a collection of them that I can do that with. But what about you, Walkinshaw? Would you get a, a vagina tattoo? I have a fear of commitment, so I can't tattoo because I'm too, I know me and I would change my mind right after I got it. I'd be like, oh, I don't want this anymore because I just, I right. don't know, I'm too scared. It's not the pain. I could probably, and I could probably do the pain, uh, but I'm just... Uh, yeah, I'm too scared. I'm, I don't even. That's I can't even think of anything <laughs> that I'd want to put on my body that I'm that obsessed with. But am I gonna like here's some hot sauce because I really like hot sauce. <laughs> I got hot sauce tattooed. There on my are body. Sri Archer tattoos out there. Oh really? <laughs> For sure. What would yeah. someone? What have you ever had to uh, like deny someone uh, entry into the Suicide Girl uh, Club? 
Oh, well, I mean, uh, as a model, you have no control of that, really. But no, but members... there must be someone. Like, there must be someone like the the queen of all suicide girls that gives oh, yeah. someone says, <laughs> uh, "You can't. You're too conventionally pretty." Right. No, what's kind of cool about the site is they have a section called Member Review, right. and anyone can put their photos up there, and then it's kind of up to the community to leave their feedback, and that's kind of uh, how okay. staff decides if somebody's worthy of the title. What if Selena Gomez wanted to be a suicide girl? Would you be like, "No, you just you don't belong. You're too mainstream." I'd be like that, but they'd probably be like, "Oh, more." People coming to our website, like sure. No, well, the, but no, I don't think she would fit the. I don't think so. Either. The bill, no. Now I love the the kind of flirty nature of your of your area on uh, on this site. Your uh, area. Yeah. Well. Okay. <laughs> uh, Vice is uh, popcorn, which you know is, gets to us all, and things that sparkle and anything I can stick into my face. Yes. That goes with food. Yes. Okay. Mostly. <laughs> yes. Not for Dave, but yeah. But uh, <laughs> yes. I stick a lot of food I, in my a, face. A couple of those profile things are meant to make people go, oh, really? And yeah, I like getting those. Of course. You see, the, the sex position is the one that I get questions about the, the most. The filthy banana or whatever? The frilly banana. Frilly people banana, always right. go, what is that? And then I like to give them a fake story every That's, single time. Right. So How many different stories do you have? And what story do you think I'd like the most? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Dressing it up in a tutu. Okay. We're going right. somewhere. Yeah. People, some people <laughs> like that, which is really... Dave loves no, ballet. Okay. <laughs> no, you know, yeah. it's the internet. You have time to, like, mull over the me- the messages and come up with the has funniest it, response possible. Has anybody ever contacted you and, like, super creeped you out, like, to the point where you're seriously scared? Other than me. I've never been afraid <laughs> for my life, no, but I've been asked to be, like, a cuckold before or, like, oh, part- join groups. Of, yeah. What is that? You know, when somebody pays you to come in and, like, sleep with other people, but then they're oh, okay. watching you and yeah. stuff. Oh, what's that called? A cuckold. A, I've, I've never, never heard, that before. heard that before. The more you know. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, I learned something surprise. I know day. about that event, but I never knew I, that term. Oh, I didn't know the term. Yeah. Yes, yes. That's like the guy orchestrating wow. it. I, Sorry, and it's called I'm, a cuckold? Cuckold. It's like oh, cuckold. C-U-C-H-O-L-D, I think. Cuckold. Okay. Cuckold. It's weird. Whoa. Like, you know, you get weird propositions and like people, oh, I'll kind of take you on dates and stuff. And they describe like, I want to do this and that. And sure. That. And you're like, oh, awesome. But... Don't Gen- ruin the surprise. Is that what you say? <laughs> <laughs> I was looking forward to that. Generally, I think the most fun part of the website that is really underrated is uh, every time you put up a photo set, people can leave tags. And the tags are made so people can search blondes or search curvy so they can find the girls they like. Right. But it kind of went out of control. So now it goes to like boner party or like I'd moan about <laughs> that. And like I get some really hilarious tags. Oh, far out. They're very good. <laughs> what's, uh, what's, in terms of, I see what band you like. Obviously, you're, you're into the punk rock and crappy, rancid. Crappy punk rock, yeah, specifically. Well, well, is it crappy? Yes. Rancid? You, rancid's good. Are no, they... I, okay. I like my bands. I'm sure. not going to diss them, but I'm saying I, have a, I don't have a very good taste in music. Don't worry. I like Kesha. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> <laughs> we make fun of Waukesha all the time. I really, I like pop music and like the cheesier, the better. Like, uh, yeah. That's kind of embarrassing, but yeah. whatever. And now yeah. I, I see you're reading the books, the Dexter books. Are you a fan of the show? I am. I started the books before the show, so I right. get to be one of those people who are like, I've liked it forever. Right. Um, but yeah. Now, one thing that I, I, I asked you before uh, we got into the studio was like, you told me that there was a suicide girl on every continent. There is. And Taking over the world. And then so, and, and how much of a communicate, I mean, there's like, so there's like a global communication to you all. Yeah, it's really cool. There's kind of like burrows of suicide girls. Where, where's the most surprising place that you thought, oh, there's not going to be a suicide girl there? Or... Well, you know what? Like next to like LA and the kind of hubs that are like where it's all happening, sure. Ohio is a very large suicide girl community. And I think Ooh. it's because they have nothing else to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but... There's a lot of schools there too, though, maybe universities or something or... I don't know it well, but I did visit once for a convention. I was like, oh "Oh my God, there's like 60 of you. Because, you know, Toronto, there's probably like 12 of us. Okay. And you guys like get together, the 12 suicide girls get together and and hang out? You know what? We have a group called SG Canada East, and it's girls and members that live in the area. And we get together. We have like a gala once a year. We go bowling and like... It's now, really nerdy. One of the things I asked you is you were going to be making an appearance this weekend at the Anything to Do with Sex show in Toronto? The everything the to do everything with Sex The Everything to do with Sex show? Okay. Everything, yes. <laughs> Not just anything. Any, anything and everything. 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 <laughs> uh, well, I guess that would cover anything as well if, if, yes. if it's everything. What? And so when you guys set up a booth, because we originally ran into you at the Fan Expo uh, in Toronto, and that's that more of a comic comic con, sort of comic convention, yeah. uh, nerd fest. Um, but, uh, and then this one's the Everything to Do with Sex show. 
This one's so, fun because we get to actually show our photos. Oh, really? Do they do, do they give you stuff. parameters and you're not allowed to go out of? At well, the, yeah, uh, come on, you can't have uh, nude photos. Expo, there's children. Yeah, so. there's children. You could and, have a little booth set up of just like you know one of those you know, things that you'd looked into uh, <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> Dave, like a dream again. Yeah. Yeah. We had an app like that where you could flip it and the girls' clothing would come up or whatever. Oh, that's phone. awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, so that's this weekend? It is. It, it is. Where's that? I want to go to that. that Metro like Toronto Convention Center, of course. Yeah. yeah we're have to find I, some I media feel, passes and get down and visit you there. I feel lucky because that's something not every suicide girl gets to experience. I've been managing booths for the last four years. Right. So, you know, I'm responsible, excuse me, for setting up the booth and doing the merchandise and. As much as that's like the boring business stuff, cons are the best part right. about being a suicide girl. Now, I have one thing that I, because uh, I've seen, you know, you know, everyone knows uh, Mila Kunis. Yes. From, and I think she's a pretty cool chick. You know, she does a lot of uh, cool work. She voices on Family Guy, Definitely. that 70s show, blah, blah, blah. But, um, and then she, she's always on, like, I've seen her on Jimmy Kimmel, and she talks about how, you know, her love of World of Warcraft, and, you know, she tries to project this very sort of nerd girl sort of image. Yeah. Have you ever sort of, like, done, do you ever do any investigation as a suicide girl into someone's genuine, like, interests and be like, well, fucking, you don't give a shit about World Warcraft. You're, a, you're, it's a whole fucking, you're a fake and phony. Yes. And you suicide wanna, girl hunters. Can, I, you, you know, can you kick, can you kick them out if you find out that their like tattoos are fake or their piercings aren't genuine? No, you know or, what happens is you can have groups, and that comes up on your page of what groups you follow, and people just tend to flame and take care of them when they have like a stupid comment. Oh yeah, I loved Dexter last weekend. They're like, oh yeah, talk about it, and then they can't, and then wow, oh, they get yeah. weighted out. That and then, way. So like, oh, then oh. you ask what happened on the Gossip Girl, and the girl's like, well. Well, you know, like, no. there's there's girls who like that, too. And they're allowed into yeah, the Suicide really? Girl pack? Do they just can't be like, oh, I just watch Walking Dead and True Blood? And, no. But can they watch, like, The Bachelorette? Are there Suicide Girls there's allowed There's a reality TV group. Yeah, there is? Absolutely. Well, Christina should, she doesn't have to, we can get her all pierced up and I know. Stuff. I don't know if yeah. I'm redefining beauty. Yeah, we can get your <laughs> clip pierced. I'll pay for that, and you'll be a Suicide Girl. Yeah, the girl hasn't showered in three days. That could the be a, a Redefining beauty. Yeah, yeah. That's me. There could yeah. be some app on that, uh, you know, will go to. Makes, uh, makes Christina shower? Or? No, no, no. I'm just like, you know, you said there were different genres of like uh, suicide girls. And so there must be a, an unkempt uh, version of the. Uh, there must be yeah. other There's got to be like. Is there a gross girl category? <laughs> There's a gross out thread. There oh, you really? go. Oh my gosh. And girls go like to go in there and be like, I haven't showered in three She's days. A, oh she my like, god, I can go in there. But oh, she yeah. she waves her burp and fart machine flag really oh, yeah. far all the time. You know what? Really gassy too. You know what? I like to take people on burping, not Oh really? Not farting. Like, okay. I, I have like nothing you, right now. I'd oh, love like, to give a big one to prove that awesome I'm a big fan of burping. A big, Yay! I think more uh, women need to do it. Uh, I'm your girl. It's natural and there's someone's fetish out there that's completely being filled right now. Okay, before we get we gotta get out of here and we'd love to spend all day talking about burping and farting and coming out of hot chicks, but um, I wanna thank you uh, so much for coming in tonight. If, if people are gonna find you uh, on the internet out there, where uh, where can they go? Well, suicidegirls.com is the best place. Um, and I'm also on Instagram because we have like a huge community there. The Best trade of suicide. And, and what's your Instagram yeah. handle? Best of suicide. Best of suicide. Easy I'll follow find. you on Instagram. Please right. do. You Next time, come back. You have a lot of pop, and then we'll have a burp off. You and Christina can burp. I'm it out. all for that. <laughs> there we go. Oh, that's good. Sam, I'm just oh. not good at doing them on command. Oh yeah. pressure. You know my talents. You know. Right. Thank you for coming down. Thank you. At least your life isn't as sad as ours. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. Hey, this is Boyd Banks. You are listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost on Sirius XM Radio. Just rolling out of the gutter? No way. Us too. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. Okay, we're back. And uh, our first uh, segment interview was with Vesta Suicide from the Suicide Girls. Want to thank her. And join us in the studio now. Um, originally from uh, Canada, now lives in Los Angeles, but he's back, I think, running from the hurricane right now. Levi McDougal is here with us. Hey, Levi, how oh, you hey, doing? Hey, everybody. Thanks. Hi, I'm Levi. Doing good. Hi, everybody. Welcome to camp. Hey, thanks. Yeah, that's what it is. It is camp, isn't it? Is it is camp. Well, we it's were nice. just talking before we go on the air. We always do this. Yes. We start talking about something really fun of off course. the air, and then we go on the air. It's like we already blew our load off the air, and right. then it's like not even 
even organic. We talk about it again. Yeah, well, that's Dave's DVD title, Blowing His Load. Yeah. <laughs> organically. Organically. Organically blowing, blowing your load. We should also mention Christina Walkinshaw is, uh, yes, is in, in the, the studio, studio with well. us. Uh, I, I'm Christina Walkinshaw. Oh, hi, Christina. I'm, oh, hi. I know. And I know I'm acting like a weirdo right now because I've like. I'm wearing long sleeve shirt and I really hot and I'm scared. I'm getting pit stains. So, anyways, I've put my yeah, hands inside my shirt now. Yeah, you're I, looking like a very hot flutamide baby. That's mm-hmm. what we. That's the like image I'm, we're going for. I look like I'm touching myself. But during the break, we were Too talking about oil. shows we watched as children because we were talking about WKRP and the new WKRP. And oh, because I well, because because the hurricane going on is uh, right. Hurricane Sandy, and I I think I mentioned on my Facebook that uh, why can't they ha- have two names? And Hurricane Gary Sandy, right, who played WKRP. Andy Travis from WKRP. And then uh, Walkinshaw, you were talking about how you only would watch the beginning? I just watched it for the songs. I like to listen to the song for uh, WKRP like Family Cincinnati. Ties. That was a great song. And grow- yeah, and like Welcome Back Cotter yeah. and Laverne and Shirley. Yes. I just like the songs. And then I'd go bumble off and like play Barbies or whatever. Right. And that was it. The sitcoms still have pretty catchy tunes. Do I mean, they? I, yeah. I no, well, you the, name the, one? The, the, theme no. from, the theme from Friends actually made it onto the charts. That's not on the air. That's no, still it's not, not on the air, but that's, but that's of around example. this decade. That was like a real song, though. These songs were yeah. like Made for TV like Happy shows. Days, Laverne and Shirley. I mean, these are all you know big songs. Why don't they? Morrison. Yeah, no new sitcoms. Silver have, Spoons like... show was terrible, but the song was great. Littlest Hobo, fucking the Canadian equivalent. That, that was, was a great a sitcom, song. Yeah. That was a great song. That was a it was a great song, but that, that Littlest Hobo, was... that dog, was, and that song was fucking they great. Had, really they good. had five dogs on that set I for know. it to be all the. And you know what? Uh, I heard a guy uh, who used to work on that show, and he was talking about how uh, the animal wrangler was this old military guy. Right. And you know, at the beginning of that show, where you see the husky jump through a window, yeah. That apparently. Um, that uh, when they rehearsed it, uh, the mirror, the the window was like a, a clear glass that the dog was able to jump through. Um, and then when they actually went to go and shoot it, they, it was like a, a, a shave glass, so right. it wasn't as clear. And the dog didn't want to jump through it, so this old military guy who was the dog wrangler, he just picked up one of the dogs and he threw it through the window. And that was like back then you could get away with a lot of shit on, sure. a, on, a, on a TV set yeah. just to get the shot. And then like this guy would yell at one dog, and then the three other littlest hobos, uh, German shepherds, they'd all just like sit there and pee because that's what they do when they're scared. <laughs> but it was, uh, I was on a set uh, Way recently. Way to bum us out. I was just doing about pop songs and fun, and you're like, well, uh, throwing dogs through rights. windows. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was on another set too where they uh, had dogs, and it was during the winter time, and uh, and the dogs, they're, they're the their pads on their paws were uh, breaking open so you could see there was blood on the ground and, and the people on set you know film people are just like hey this is, hey can we sh- shoot this can we shoot these dogs one more time hey I remember anyway, driving so. I remember driving to Branford once and a deer got hit by a car and it was limping and a cop walked out with a gun and shot it right in front of my family in the minivan <laughs> I just fucking put it down that's cool there was no TV crew no nothing you don't need and to- then this other time this beaver it got hit by a car and someone went out and sighed and fist fucked it to death like it's like I got no gun I got no no other way to put this thing down. I'm just gonna fist fuck it to death, Dave. I don't think that. I, Anyways, I, I call Levi. Bullshit I call, Anyways, I call if you want to come back tomorrow, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Levi, if you want to come back tomorrow when Darren yeah. and Dave aren't here, you yeah. can probably get a word on the yeah, air. There we go. <laughs> so right. They're done back talking. To Levi. Let's get back to Levi. <laughs> Which is so the title of your? That should so be your sitcom. That should be a sitcom. Back to Levi. You guys tell horrible stories. Sometimes they start talking so much, I can't even get a word in edgewise. I just like sit here and then I start wondering what I'm gonna have for dinner when I get home. So why are you in Canada right now, Levi? You're not running from the storm. I was joking. No. Why are you here? I was in Calgary for the uh, their first ever YYC Comedy oh, Fest. Oh, the Comedy Fest, right. Yeah. yeah. And that went really well. That was really fun. And uh, and then that was tied into the 35th anniversary of Loose Moose, which right. was the improv theater I was out at there. Yes. And then uh, while I was in Calgary, they decided they were going to shoot another of these Rogers commercials. Oh, not a, <laughs> not a dog? Not a dog. They decided against it's. It's always between shooting a dog or one of these Rogers commercials. And this time <laughs> right. is the first time they, they chose the Rogers commercial. Um, <laughs> for those of you guys who don't know, Levi is the guy in the Rogers commercials. Yeah. And for, uh, our American fr- have, for American yeah. friends, that's that's our cell company. That's mm-hmm. our big media yeah. conglomerate. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, T-Mobile or whatever. But, yes. And Levi is the guy who never yes. has reception. And yes. You always get trumped. And how many have you done now? It's like seven spots? This was our 15th. 15? Holy shit. Holy shit. Okay, so other than jerking off into a pile of money, when you found out that... (laughs) No, how many many spots did they say that those commercials were... How many... How many commercials did they tell you that there was going to be when you got always, them? Always just one. Right? Yeah, of course. We did That's the first one, yeah. and they're like, oh, that went okay. Yep. We're going to try one more. And that went on for 
like eight or nine. Because like those commercials do kind of stand on their own as just like like thirty second dramatic sketches pieces. Serious. Well, not dramatic Dram- piece. Oh. You know what I'm talking about. Dramatic, but like yeah. they okay, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. If you could flip over this table, you would. But but those they they stand on their own as sort of just like funny awkward moments. Of uh, little bits of television bits. Yeah, they're weird. They're it's they've just picked such a classic comedy scenario that right. I feel like we're just doing kind of old duo, you know, kind of black and white sure. short pieces every time. So, like, oh, low status, high status guy, and right. this this location. So, did you do? Are are you an improv guy when you were in in, in Calgary? Like in Calgary, that's all I did. Yeah, I didn't do stand up until I got to. Toronto, but I did improv in Calgary because I wanted to do stand up but couldn't drag myself. Now, did I meet? Did I meet you first in Calgary? Where did I meet you at the club in Calgary? I well, might that, have met you at the Yucks there. That's what I. I kind of. That's my memory. My first memory of you was at that Yucks club. I would go to the Yucks lot and catch. They would do those classes before yeah, right. every now and then. Yeah. So I would see those, but I never performed there. Right. Um, but that's my my memory for you. Is starting. I knew you started in Calgary. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if I ever saw you there or like perform or at least kind of met you there. Yeah. So, wow, that's great that they now have this this festival, and it was a, a success. It was great, yeah. They did a whole week of shows. I think they had... Um... And it's the first time, really, that... Uh, I know Corey, Mar- uh, Corey Mack is the person who's behind it, but... Mm-hmm. And, Harry took, and, and Harry Doop. And Harry Doop. And Harry Doop. But it's a, they took a very different approach than most festivals in that they made sure that it was very much about Calgary. There may have been a couple outsiders, but the majority of the talent was started in Calgary. Mm-hmm. I think I think for them it was important just to have the first year do that. Right. Then, then they had Mark McKinney and Bruce McCullough out, the two Calgarian kids in the hall. And then uh, during the gala show, which was the big final show we did at the Jubilee, uh, they announced that it had done well enough. They were going to have another year, and they were going to expand great. the lineup. So hopefully it becomes yeah. just another great now, 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 what what was it about moving from Calgary to Toronto that made you realize that improv was awful? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, no, seriously, that's but not, I'm not kidding around. Yeah, that's not false. Um, no, I mean I enjoy I, I, I enjoy the uh, awkwardness of the improv. But if I had to watch uh, shitty improv, shitty sketch, or shitty stand up, I'd prefer to watch uh, shitty stand up. Well, of course, because there's, there's, there's something funny mock, about yeah, that, and it and rarely lasts as long. Right, right. exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I might have just caught a bad week, but I remember when I first came out, I moved out with. Three other moosers, uh, Paul Show, Christian Reimer, and Ryan Belleville. And Ryan and I just spent a week going to every show we could see. And they might have just been having bad weeks. It was not – we didn't see many strong shows. I think the big difference is that uh, the moose at the time – and uh, their focus has always been on kind of storytelling. And, and the shows we were seeing were just kind of short, um, kind of waka-waka sort of comedies right. trying to do that. And But it always just seemed like it was trying so hard. That you just wanted to see shows. It's like, oh, just tell a story. <laughs> just relax. Yeah. Jokes, jokes will come. I'm sure. Right. Yeah, right. And that's what's that's what's cool when it, when the jokes just come naturally, and it's not right. this forced sort of. Oh man, I got some jokes prepared and to do the, right. this improv scene. Right. Which is probably how it feels with good stand up too. And you're like, oh, he's just telling a great story, and then there are all these jokes along the way. Right. And uh, for me, I've always I've I love improv, but finding great improv is harder so than hard. finding good stand up. Well, because you know that's it, the problem. Because it, it looks natural; it doesn't look like right. they're trying. Now, Darren and I uh, and Christina, we've all we've gotten into sort of this uh, war of words before when people put their stand up <laughs> clips out on the internet too early and they sort of expose themselves. We've said, "Oh, that's a bad idea," or so. But you are sort of like the exception to that. That one of the sort of big steps in your career, as far as uh, getting noticed, was through a, uh, a stand-up clip. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. No, yeah. it was uh, w- was a clip of you doing a set somewhere, and what happened after That's, that? It was from a clip of me doing a set at Comedy Death Row at UCB, but um, it wasn't an early set. Like, no, that I, was a later set. Right, right. and I and I don't know if uh, if YouTube had been around when I first started doing stand-up. I don't know that I would have held off putting a set online, but I'm right. so glad that wasn't even an option because. By the time I put my set up, I'd, you know, I think I'd, I'd done my comedy now. There, I think there were bits in that UCB set from my comedy now. There was stuff I'd done on TV up here. Um, and the great thing was in Canada, at least at that time, we had that run of, like, we had the Toronto show. We had oh, these yeah. moments where even if you had a bad set, you're like, oh, I've I've done a TV show. I've been mic'd, and I, I kind of get how that works. So we got, like, a dry I do. Run. I do remember there's one year in particular for you because um, – in the, on the Toronto show, I think you did like three or four sets in one year mm-hmm. and a comedy now, which was, did you do an hour or half an hour? I did an hour. An hour. So, I mean, even if, if it's some of the same material, you're still, in less than one year, you're burning up an hour of material mm-hmm. 
on television that now someone else owns and can put on the internet in various different ways and forms. And that's not the easiest hurdle to get over mm -hmm. than having to write more stuff. Right. Yeah, and that was never, they never warned that. Because uh, when I talked to them, they said, well, you can do a half hour. And then I think a couple of weeks before the show, they had said, well, you know, we're going to just leave the cameras on. So if you <laughs> yeah, want to yeah. keep going. Right, yeah, I know. It's like, it's... well, of course, I'll try. Sure, And then I yeah. just told every joke I'd Right, yeah. yeah. And this one clip led to you to getting your job in Los Angeles, right? Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is? Uh, I was writing on uh, Important Things with Dimitri Martin on Comedy Central. Right. Um, and then so that, season two of that wrapped. So the show didn't get picked up. And um, we went on the road, Dimitri, to... Uh, tour of uh, UK, Ireland, and North America. So I opened for him on that, and we just finished that uh, a few months ago. So you did the UK uh, and Ireland? Yeah, we did uh, We did Dublin and London. Okay. And uh, and then came back and did, I think, 32 cities in North America. Right. Well, and was awesome. that your first time over in UK and Ireland? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'd never crossed the ocean. And, um, yeah, Dublin was amazing. Dublin, I think, was one of the best cities I've ever performed in. They were so into it. They were really great. Well, what, now, like, how... I mean, people at the shows were there for Dimitri Martin. Oh, yeah. And, and they how, and weren't like, there for me. No, but, like, were no. they nice to you? Were they open minded? So, like, so like, great. Because yeah. they kind of figured that, oh, well, this guy's opening for Dimitri Martin. Mm -hmm. He must, uh, you know, he, he must be all right. And I think, <laughs> yeah. I, I think the biggest factor was uh, the intro that Dimitri gave me. Because I had seen, I've seen a lot of shows in Toronto with bigger comics uh, where the opening comic just tanks because people are clearly there for the headliner. But every time that the headliner either comes on the mic or just comes on stage and shows the audience this is a friend of theirs, they're like, yeah, of hey, course. hey yes. I'm of course going to come up, but this is a guy I like and he's going to do a thing. Every time, the show always went well. And right. um, and I think Dimitri had done enough of those shows early in his career that he just made a point of he would do like a three or four minute kind of ramble just in voiceover saying that we'd work together and da da da. I was from Canada and then I went up and it was always a great show. Yeah, well, that's awesome. And how much time did you have to do? Like 20 minutes to 30 minutes or something? I would do like 25 to 35, right. yeah. Yeah, I know you're. Uh, are you American now, or do, what? Where? What are your? What's the state of your papers? No, I'm still very much Canadian. Um, but I'm actually right now just halfway through. There's kind of two big steps in the green card, and um, so I passed the first just I think a week and a half ago. And so now when I go back uh, into the states on Wednesday, they submit the second part. So, but even with that, I'll still be Canadian citizen. No, I mean Christina can answer this too, because I mean, like, but when, like, both when. Oh, when like when if it's either you or like Christina when you're down in Los Angeles do you guys do you, do you feel like you stand out as Canadians like could could people notice you that you weren't American quickly Oh um I don't think so No No we blend we totally blended It's oh. yeah it's 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 just language stuff and right. it's usually other comedians that I notice it from and it's always um like weird words that I never that are never mentioned in the stereotypes of Canadians Americans like I, we always heard like a boot and, all, and everything yeah, and growing sorry, up like, sorry and yeah. but the real yeah. one is the washroom when you ask yes. for the washroom, the washroom yes. I stop yeah, and like, then um, like pasta pasta drama drama really I never heard yeah. about that growing yeah. up as a Canadian yeah but I remember being down there and I think I said pasta and they're like <laughs> pasta don't yeah. worry my mom says taco yeah. <laughs> taco. <laughs> I says taco Taco. I only reason yeah. I knew them is because I do a lot of uh, cartoons that are for the American market, and they they correct me all the time. But yeah, otherwise it'd be like, yeah, right. what's what's the big deal? But and and I learned that I can't I can't say bagel without a Canadian accent. Bagel? We did we did a thing on the show. It was a sketch where I just had to end on like a squirrel ate my bagel, <laughs> and they put a thing on the DVD extras that's just I think like fifteen cuts of the director going <laughs> bagel and me going bagel. And he's like no. Bagel. I'm like, bagel. <laughs> and he's like, okay, okay. He's clearly getting frustrated. We were really, really tight for time. And he goes, okay, bay, like in bay, down by the bay. I'm like, I got it. Bagel. No, just say Danish. And, <laughs> on, and I couldn't, even now, I can't hear what I'm doing wrong. I can always but. hear Americans, they say Montreal funny. Right. You ever say they're always like Montreal? Do you ever notice that? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, you say Montreal that. funny. I that. Sure. Yeah, so take that, America. It's Montreal. No, it's when, when, <laughs> like, do you. Do you pay attention to like what's going on down in the states? Are you just there for? Because I mean, when your your regular jokes aren't really much. Like, are you a, you're not really like a political topical yeah, sort no, of guy? Right. I'm not really. Yeah, I'm not. But um, it's pretty hard to avoid yeah. down there. 
Um, so yeah, I, I take is your it shit in. safe right now with this fucking storm? Like seriously, I, like I, I think so. I yeah, think, um, I'm, I mean, I'm, is Annie taking good care of your I stuff. I know, there, I know. There, Levi's some roommate. Clips. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, do you? yeah. I my know, West yeah. Coast stuff. I think it's, it's my friend Annie. She's really fun. Okay. Yeah. I think if anything, okay. we're probably just clearing space for any New York friends that need to come crash. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But now, when you go back to LA, what are you what are you going to be working on? Are you just working on your own stuff right now, or what's going um, on with you? Yeah, I'm writing. Um, Dimitri and I are, are co-writing a screenplay that we kind of started on the road, and then I'm working on my own half hour, and then uh, just stand up gigs and submitting a lot of shows. A lot of the cable shows that seem now are hiring or taking submissions, so it's, right. it's been a bit of that off and on the past week. Now, but, are you able to perform much in, in LA when you're there, or like I don't think you're not you don't do a lot of road stuff, right? Other I than the Dimitri stuff. Other than the tour stuff, yeah, um, or or stuff in Canada that I need to and I need I need to get up more for that. It was just uh, when I was writing on the show, I couldn't get around a lot, but it's lately been stuff in LA and it seems there's a lot more little shows in LA. Toronto seems the same too since I left. There's a lot of great little independent rooms. Yeah. And I know at least in LA it seems to have started from a lot of the traveling comics and a lot of the New York com- comics coming over and just getting frustrated with having to wait. So they're starting up. So it's not as long as a wait uh, uh, as long of a wait to get stage time there, but it's there's just so many comics that even the shows that love you, the bigger shows, you'll get on maybe two or three times a year. Do you, you naturally clicked with Dimitri Martin? There was like a pretty uh, easy uh, friendship between the two of you? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, you do have kind of similar styles in the way that like both of your jokes are, all your jokes are kind of timeless. It's not like that, uh, oh man, that, I can't believe you did that one. It's every reference. joke's a classic. Yeah, yeah we're exactly. both the That's same. Like that. Every joke you write's a classic. <laughs> A plus everything, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just... But it's like when when it came to like opening for uh, like him on the tour, oh, okay, you yeah. weren't sort of like eh, if you need an opener. I know. No, it was, yeah, it was a pretty good fit. The first show I did from was at the Wiltern in L.A., and he hadn't done a show in a while, so that kind of took the pressure off of me because he was so nervous about himself that sure. he didn't. And he's never sitting in the wings watching. And at least the first few shows, I think that would have made me pretty nervous because um, I was worried about you know letting him down. I'm setting up his show, and he hadn't been doing it in a while. But the good thing about him is he has to do uh, an entire notepad of drawings before every show. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if anything, he's he's just down in the dressing room listening, going, stretch it out, stretch it out. <laughs> he's, like just coming up with ideas. So he's uh, jotting stuff down there. So, But yeah, you never worried about thing. him flipping out on you and goes like, you let me down. <laughs> no. You never worried about that? <laughs> no, and I knew him enough from the show that uh, that, that had never been on. Because uh, I work with Darren a lot, and I'm used to that. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. throwing shit at me. slightly different. Yeah, yeah. hot coffee now, in my face. When you did Calgary, did you have this kind of, and, you know, obviously it's a festival. It's not like a normal road show. Mm-hmm. And opening for Dimitri is not a normal stand-up comedy club. Do you have a fear of going back to kind of comedy clubs and, and that kind of thing? Or It's definitely different, and I think I did forget. There were a couple dates. We did, I think, two dates on the tour where um, we were going by, I think we did an improv in Kentucky, and it was the only club show we did. Sure. And it's so different, and it had been a while since I did it that I think it was about, you know, five, ten minutes in, I was like, Oh yeah, <laughs> this is what I'm, you have to work at. Yeah, I'm not performing to a wall of blackness. Right. Um, and then yeah, well, you were in the, the South, though, so it could have been. The, now uh, <laughs> I was wondering that, like, I mean, this is your first time through the states, so did mm-hmm. you get to? So I mean, that you did you like find or embrace a lot of the cliches down there of just like because yeah, I mean, during every, your days off or while you're there in the city, where did you get to check anything out or? It was um or two just two rushed show show show. Most of it was show, show, show. We would yeah. uh, we would do a schedule where it was usually Thursday, Friday, Saturday, three different cities, um, and then they would do runs where the odd Tuesday, Wednesday we would do it. So it would be you know five uh, nights in a row, a different city every time. So you'd get in early in the morning, quickly go set up your stuff, and then you'd do, go do sound check and do the show. So a lot of what we saw of the city was just on our way to the gig from the hotel. Um, but we got around a few of them. We spent a bit of time in Atlanta. We usually had a day in in the bigger cities. Um, there's a lot of food. I feel like that. Yeah, going on the road, it's just me kind of looking at myself in the mirror, going, "Okay, twenty pounds heavier." <laughs> like, man, I just I can't deal with it. <laughs> there's no structure, and so I just kind of fall apart. But it was uh, it was funny. I think we got like tiny tastes of every city, right? Uh, when we were there. Dude. Oh, okay. Well, well, yeah, we're almost out of time. Yeah. So, but if people mm-hmm. want to get a hold of you, you have your, your clips on YouTube, your website, Twitter feed. How do they get a hold of you? Um, I'm yeah. My website's uh, levi mcdougall.com. My Twitter's uh, at levi mcdougall. I kept it real simple. 
Um, and <laughs> my Instagram is Vesta Suicide. Nice. That's very nice. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's taken yet. I hope it's not. Yeah. Uh, I well, like no. what you did with your hair. I looked you up. That's nice. <laughs> How long are you in, ter- in town for? If people want, are people going to be? Are you going to be popping in on? Uh, tonight was supposed to be my last show at the Alta, but it was canceled from the storm. Uh, and then I fly back on Halloween on Wednesday. Ooh. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you have a, Do you have a, a costume that you're going to wear on the flight? Yeah, probably just like a bunch of knives. On, <laughs> yeah. on my and shirt. a beard. Yeah. Can oh, I wait. just Osama? Can I just point out this tweet that I really like that you wrote? You wrote, "I can always spot Canada on a map because it's the country shaped like a really uncomfortable boot." That's cute. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. Nice. Hey, That's funny thanks. stuff. Well, anyways, now I'm already right. on your Twitter page. There we go. All right, thanks, Levi. Thanks, thanks for guys. coming by. I appreciate it. Thank you. Just remember, when it comes to hate mail, we read it first and we know where you drive. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. Anything goes with these cats. Am I fucking this up? (laughs) Hi, you're listening to... Oh, crap, I forgot myself. Um... Hi, this is Christina Walkinshaw, and you're listening to Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Kathleen and Dave on XM Lap Attack. Yeah, call me. Sometimes joy is a four-letter word. This is Anything Goes with Darren Frost and Dave Martin. Okay, we are back. This is Anything Goes for the week of October 31st. Uh, we had two guests in this week. We had Vesta Suicide and Levi McDougal. We want to thank them. And uh, also, uh, Ann Coulter got in trouble this week uh, when she uh, called the president a retard. And she's defending herself by saying screw them to the critics of her tweet on Thursday. So I guess she said, uh, well, Dave, you know more about the story than I do. What's uh, what Well, presented? she said that she was glad that Mitt Romney was so kind to that retard. Referring right. to uh, Barack, uh, yeah, yeah, labeling Barack Obama as a retard, but then she goes on Pierce Morgan and tries to defend herself by saying that oh the word re oh she uses things and like I hate this right wing attitude of like oh everyone's trying to shut you up but no no not everyone's trying to shut you up but she was trying to just come across as like oh no retard's just another word for loser and well and here's stupid. here's a direct quote she said look no one would refer to a Down syndrome child someone with an actual mental handicap by saying retard where do you think the words imbecile idiot moron cretin come from these are all technical terms at one time retard had been used colloquially to mean just loser for thirty years no I don't I don't know where she gets that from. Well, I mean, I don't know where I sit on this. I've used the word retard before on stage. Yeah, but when you use that term, you were referring to someone with the qualities of a mentally retarded person, correct? No, I was acting they were being an idiot and a fool, and so I called them a retard. Well, why wouldn't you just call them a fool or an idiot? But when, when the word retard is directly related to Have you to never some... used that term? Oh, I've used it all the time. Right. And when I use it, I'm referring, I, I'm giving, I'm to en- someone endowing, Down no, not Down syndrome, but I'm I'm uh, endowing someone with the qualities of a mentally challenged person, yeah. And everyone does when they use the word retard. I don't know anyone that has ever used the word retard and have thought, oh, well, I could have put, just put stupid or loser or imbecile in that place. And if you want to use stupid or imbecile and loser, then use those words. But when you use retard, it is a direct ref, uh, you know, association with someone who is mentally handicapped. I, d- I don't think that everyone walks around and thinks the word retard is associated with someone with Down syndrome. Yes. Well, not necessarily Down syndrome, but with someone, someone who is mentally challenged. Not mentally challenged. Yes, I don't think they, they do. do. I don't think they do. Eh, I think I that the term has been used for so many different things over so many years now that doesn't have that one stigma attached to it. Mm, well, I mean, the word retard is 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 in reference to a slow, the slowing down of something, and it's their uh, mental capacity is slowing down. That's what I... the word retard is. If, if there's a slow part to a song it's called right, well, song obviously has a we're on different it. sides of this argument go ahead Walkinshaw. what do you think i don't want to have this argument because i don't even want to have to use that word i do think it's mean and i do well not mean but so i do you've think never it used is, it on stage um hopefully not on stage but i'm, I'm sure in yeah in a colloquial conversation i would be like i might say oh yeah but that's being retarded. retarded yeah that's or, like, retarded yeah people do excellent but i you know what i feel like in the last couple of years i actually do feel dirty when i use that word now and right. i try not i actually make a conscious effort to not use that word right. anymore but when someone well, says I, I also have made a conscious effort not to try to use that word as much as i maybe have in the past or try not to say it on stage yeah. but i don't think when i said it that i was using it in the way that dave is presenting well i think that you were it was oh, like a okay, retarded that's a difference of opinion. Of, of, well what what did fucked hard 
could mean. And tard is a short of retard. And that's you're referring <laughs> yeah, to someone as tard. a... Yeah, fucktard. Yeah, fucktard. Yeah. But that's... A that, fucking no. idiot is a fucktard. Uh, I, it's not, I, it's I, not someone uh, with Down syndrome or someone that's mentally slow. They're being th- an idiot. I call I th- them a I retard. I think every time that you use retard, it is, uh, or at, at least uh, if to someone who is mentally challenged, when they hear use someone use that word, I think in, in their opinion, it is a, a, a direct insult towards them and yes, people that they have. And that is the reason why I, I will not use the term right. but or try not to use the term. But that doesn't mean that I try, I use that term for that reason. I'm just saying, you know what, and you can use that term and you can and accept the responsibilities uh, right. that how people are going to perceive you after you use that term. <sighs> mm-hmm. But uh, I don't think when Ann Coulter talks about like, uh, oh, the word police and shit like that. I mean, you know, she's like, hey, that's just a word for loser. No, it's not. It's, a, it's a, You say retard or you call someone a retard because they you are implying that they're mentally retarded. You know when it was a fun word is on that sketch on SNL. Remember when they were like, you're retarded. No, you are. No, you are. That kind of retarded was fun. Retarded. It's like Boston. I don't know. Oh, that makes it funnier when it's an accent? Of um, course it does. Yeah, with the Boston accent, it's yeah. funny. Well, it makes it's it like funnier. Hurricane Sandy. Bostonians, yeah. you're allowed to get away so with we, using we, that we, word. We don't have a lot of time. Me and Dave got a huge argument this week. Now, I'm going to present a scenario to you, okay. and you're going to say yes or no. Okay. And tell me your opinion. Okay. okay. Make it snappy. I'm uh, really bloated. Yeah, it's, um, so if someone posts something on YouTube, yeah. then they have to be ready to justify the reactions that people have to it and also own the consequences of posting that. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, I think so. So, for example, I used to do some uh, some financial lectures, uh, and because <laughs> of my comedy, my stand-up comedy, the people who paid me to do that fired me because of my stand-up. So you say that's right, because I posted that on YouTube, so therefore I have to take responsibility for it. They fired you yes. over... Yes. Wow, I didn't know that. But you just... I mean, so then it's right. Well, I don't no, know. No, 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 you just... Right? I mean, I guess so, yeah. Because yeah, okay. you posted it on YouTube, right. and... You just you put yourself out there, and that's yep. well. During, okay, during this it argument, sucks that people are going to take it that seriously. No, no, no. That that's, gonna... that's that's all. Well, uh, Darren I tries got to make this tricked into this. No, question. I didn't get tricked in, but Darren, into it. Darren, you try to make this into a, like a black and white issue, and then you say later on that oh, it's well, it's a slippery slope. Which you know, slippery <laughs> slope. It is a slippery slope. Yeah, yes. but but then but if it's a slippery slope, then there's a uh, room for interpretation on on how you can take each uh, scenario. Mm-hmm. But then you can't say oh, it's it's one way or the other way. Then, but then you can't recall refer to it as a slippery slope if it's one way or the other way. How long ago did that happen to you? Years ago. Oh no, like but we were talking about ago. a certain person who had a job with it's the okay, government. Okay, you meant you weren't meant to have that other job. <laughs> yeah, that's that's, that's, that's right. I'm a fatalist, and you weren't yeah. meant to have that. It's job. It's all part yeah. of God's big plan. Yeah. <laughs> but, but the person had a job with the government, and I'm and and they put that clip on YouTube because they wanted it to be seen. Right. And I'm just saying that if, uh, especially if you have a job with the, no, the no, government, no, here's how what happened. If you have a we job with the government, then you got to constantly else. you got to constantly worry about covering your ass. We were talking with someone else. Right. I presented a scenario, and Dave said, well, he has to own the fact and be responsible for putting that on YouTube. Sure. So therefore, I said, okay, fine. Then I applied my scenario, which is the exact same scenario as that guy's, but now it's me. So then all of a sudden, we got into this argument because then he's like, well, that's a little bit different. No, it's not different. If you think that way for that guy, then you think that way for me, and that's fine. You can have that opinion. I disagree with it. I don't think that if something happens somewhere else, it's completely different. If it's got nothing and no bearing on it, and there's been no reaction like we talked about last week right. about the person that they tried to do something before something happened, then they're trying to be proactive about it. I think that's the step too far. Well, one, I, I just I think from a government job, if you want to hold on to it, then you shouldn't uh, throw yourself out there in a situation that might get you fired. Well, we're out of time or we're going to get fired. So we got to do our wrap up now. So on November 8th at the Comedy Bar, we're going to be doing a live taping of Anything Goes with Eddie Pepitone is going to be our guest. And hopefully another surprise guest if we can wrangle someone famous. We can wrangle people. We can wrangle Let's people. Let's wrangle some people. We got to get a Kesha on the line. That's oh my God, we, we can do. get Kesha on the show. Kesha like, on pee the myself with excitement. We'll <laughs> oh, did you guys? Don't bring people down. Oh my god, guess what else fucking changed my life? Maroon 5 is coming Maroon to Toronto. Five, yeah, so well, excited. We'll get them on the show. Anything yes. Anything to do with sex show, we're going to go there this weekend. Oh yeah, this my god, weekend, we'll yeah. go to that. Oh, that'll be fun. I'll seriously go this weekend, that. I need a new vibrator. I, and this weekend I'm in Ajax, Ontario with uh, Kenny Robinson, part of our Dirty Tour that we're starting. Uh, rank and Vile, so Thursday to Saturday, uh, we are in Ajax, Ontario at Yuck Yucks. So, uh, and me, I'm, I'm there with you And you're too. with yeah. us as well, Darren tried if to I don't fire out. you first. Okay. And uh, that's it. So if you want to follow me, Comedy Whore is my Twitter handle. I'm at Walkin' Sauce. And I'm at uh, Dave Martin World, both.com and on Twitter.
That's it, folks. Thanks to Victoria for making us sound good. And that is the show for this week. Will we be back next week? Yeah. And I'm on Instagram. Oh. Come down to the comedy bar. Check us out live. That video that you did was retarded, though. Would you like to plug this week? Oh, I, I, I did things that everything I would have plugged I did already. Oh, you, you did you do match game? Yeah, you did match. Game, I did right? match game. Okay, yeah. you're gonna. Okay, well we'll talk about talk that about because okay. no one knows. Of, are you a fan of the game shows? Uh, not particularly. Like I won't watch the crap ones. What are, What are the crap ones? Uh, spin out. Like I won't watch. I won't watch Family Feud. Anymore. Oh, well, I don't just. Well, but see, that's what I mean. You're, so you're not a fan of all. Some people go, I would watch Family Feed no matter who. Oh, it is, no, I would not I mean? dream of watching. So, Family. no, I only watch them when they're good. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Obviously, I watch Price is Right sometimes. Price is Right is the only one that Luch I can. Luch likes to. Uh, he likes live to tweet, live tweet the yeah, Price is Right. Yeah. So, and I did get. I, I got sucked in. Like, I was actually, like, rooting for a guy that was on the Price is Right last week. What? Like, I, I Instagrammed a fucking collage of him winning, like, throughout the show. His he different did. facial expressions, but he was so cute. He kind of had a T of the D, like he was a little bit. Do you think Drew Carey likes like, his job on that show? Do you think Drew Carey likes his yes, job? Yes, on... it looks like it. Really? But I guess that's the job of a game show host. I don't watch the Drew Carey one. I don't like it. I don't like it because you can tell that it's new. Like Bob Barker's was timeless, but now that they're getting into things that are technical. Oh, I saw them giving away. They gave like a Mac computer on one of that them. That bothers me. Yeah, yeah well, it's I, like it's like when you see a computer on The Simpsons. It's the same thing. I don't like it. Anything that isn't timeless to me, as far as Simpsons or Prices Right goes, I won't have it. Yeah, oh, like a trip yeah. to a trip to Hawaii is a trip to Hawaii. Yeah, twenty years ago or now. Right. But a MacBook Pro is a you know, it, it's be at a, you could tell six months from now that yeah. it's the old MacBook. So Pro. So they should give more like more China timeless, cab- more China cabinets, roll top desks. Yes. Let me tell you, <laughs> roll top desks, China cabinets, and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, um, yeah. uh, a year supply scooters. of vitamins and yeah, yeah, or turtle wax and scooters and, and stuff like I that. I hate to say this, but the people in contestants row are getting dumber on the prices, right? Mm. Like that day that I was watching it last week, it was like last Wednesday or whatever. I saw this man and he bid seven hundred dollars, and then the girl right after him bid six ninety five. It's oh, like she worked in reverse order. They're not even listening to each other anymore. Oh like, yeah, they're not even listening. Well, Everybody knows. It's one of those things where you give the wrong. Like yeah, she she had the right idea but got it backwards. Yeah. Well, then shouldn't she cool. have bid like six fifty? Because no, but she should have like if she wanted to be under seven, she should have been like six hundred. Why would you give yourself a five dollar yeah like, margin to win? Well, mathematically, but... it would go one dollar above the second, the lowest bid below seven hundred. Yeah. yeah. Well, she yeah. just ruined, and then the guy that bid seven hundred actually had it bang on anyway. So then was he it won was the, it uh, right at seven hundred? Yeah, or? so he won the five hundred. I guess they gave away five hundred bucks. Now you guys don't remember the years where uh, the contestants would come up, and if they ex- if they got the price exactly right, uh, this Bob, is what happens? We Bob talk Parker, so good off, and then it Bob Barker would like chef, ask yeah. ask the ladies to uh, dip their hands. I remember him. Yeah, I remember yeah. that for yeah. sure. You have to dip your hand into Bob's pocket to get out the money. I don't think he didn't ask the dudes to do that. He'd no. just be like, "Ah, oh, fuck, here's your cash." Yeah. yeah. But uh, when he would get the, la- I even remember when I was a, a youngster seeing that, thinking oh, that's kind of weird. Isn't it? I, well, I never thought it was <laughs> yeah. weird at the time, but it was like. I definitely remember, but I used to know all the Barker's beauties' names, like Diane and Janice. Yeah, like, yeah. and, he, and it's funny because Luch, who's equally obsessed with it today, he like he's like, "Oh, Manuela is my favorite." I'm like, I would never know any of those girls' names anymore. So, and there's a dude, isn't there? That's wrong. There should not be a dude. On. I thought there was I a think dude. I remember them auditioning for a dude. Oh. That they wanted to have a dude in there, but I, as of late, that I've been watching, I haven't seen it. See, because I, I think I, I think that the you know, the women at home would like used to. Love the idea of maybe Bob Barker coming into their house and just uh, being like, "Oh, I'm, I'm Bob Barker. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take you upstairs and have my yeah. way with you." But I don't think they have that same sort of like, uh, sort of love for Drew Carey in that same way. Yeah, I totally agree with that. <laughs> and I, yeah, Bob Barker's secret is that nobody ever saw him with the shirt off. Because if anyone had ever seen him with the shirt off, 
in all the years he was on Price is Right, the illusion would have been ruined. Why? Because he, have... he would have been gross. <laughs> really? Yes, he would he have looked been like completely... he kept himself in good no. shape. Yeah, that's the thing. Even if a, even a guy in good shape at that age, yeah. he might have abs, but then he has that layer of like uh, right? gravy skin on top of yeah. that. Like that Bob loose Barker is shit. like a Hugh Hefner, only with less bunnies. Like, yeah. That's all he is. Well, yeah, There's I guess a he, lot of women around him he would have looked a little deflated, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, when they have that sort of leathery, sort of like, I'm out in the sun. Yeah. Taking, spading and neutering animals. Yeah. Well, Schwarzenegger's living with, Schwarzenegger probably has a disgusting body on the surface. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the, what's the dealio? We'll find. Let's we'll, start we'll, this part at any Yeah, let, we'll, we'll, we'll do this and we'll do the wrap up and then we have to, we have to do 20 minutes again off the beginning, then uh, we will. But hopefully you'll, you'll find it. You'll seem nearly Or maybe psychic. this interview will be so good. We'll only have to do like less time off the top. We could just do different segments with me. Or, yeah. Or maybe we should just start the beginning of the show and we'll do the whole thing with Graham. Yeah, maybe we should just do that. Can oh, I could be a guest host. We're already having week? fun. Shit, yeah. yeah. Let's, what, that's what's meant to be. What should we do? Let's just start from the top. On yeah, because I don't want to go back. On a, like, on a scale of one to ten, what do you think we're going to find the... Did you hear what we were talking about before? I did. I have answers for some of your things. Oh! And, and you should know <laughs> that I went to the same school as Darren Frost. We worked at the same Blockbuster video. That's right. So we I, practically Darren it's Frost. practically Darren Frost. I have okay. weird pants that I don't wear as much anymore. <laughs> Were they fun? Did you refer to them as funny pants? <laughs> Other okay. people probably did. Okay. So let's just do the whole thing then. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. We're going to do that. No, I don't want to step on. I'm just No, 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 no. But like, then we're going to have to do more but, after this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so like, we might as well do let's the whole thing. Let's just do this fucking show. Let's do this.